0: End of an era, Sean. (laughs) End of an era, baby. Ten episodes deep. We're in it. We're fucking we're done. We're calling it quits in this studio. We're moving on to bigger and better studios. Uh The the hot Valley Village studio that we once hosted this podcast out of. The four oh five. The four oh five studios closing up shop and we're moving up to Ramble Studios. Yeah. Deep, deep in the heart of a secret mountain town layer, yeah there's a lot of memories here a lot of stuff's happened here and you know hey the memories live on though oh yeah in these walls (laughs) (laughs) i never even really got a
1: chance to decorate this place so it's not it's not especially homely but it was my home
0: it was your home it was my home
1: it was better than the other apartment i was in i like this one yeah yeah
0: we spent many a summer day here. We did. Yeah, the and gold, a summer night. <laughs> the golden years. The golden years of just severe unemployment. Beautiful. Beautiful. Severe times unemployment. Care,
1: carefree credit card debt. Oh, yeah. That's what we were doing at that time. We were just like We were just living, living on credit cards and
0: mine's getting pretty big. How's yours? <laughs> it'll yeah. be fine. I'm sure it'll work itself yeah. out. We're coming in fresh off Memorial Day weekend, folks. Yesterday was Memorial Day, capped off a big weekend. I mean I saw on Instagram you were you were out at the park, you were doing a lot of Oh, Yeah, little, but little that little that park, it's like a five minute walk from our house. You know, right. it's not, Fair much. <laughs>
1: not much. Now what did I do? I, I think we I don't know, I've got I've got a heavily pregnant wife at the moment. You can't even leave the house really.
0: Yeah, yeah my long. Memorial Day was big, man. It was big. I went up to Las Vegas. Yeah, again. That's right. Yeah, this is the, the second second time, th- second time this year. Second time
1: since we started this podcast as well. Yeah, that's right. We've already no, had this it. is
0: my third time this year. Is that right? Yeah, because the, I forgot that the, since we started this podcast, I did go up for that one night, kind of go up there, sleep, and turn back around trip.
1: Why'd you do that?
0: Yeah. It's just- Went up, hung out with my buddy. He had a free room from work. Oh, okay. So we went up there, hung out in the room, and went to uh, Fremont Street, got real drunk, got some late night dinner, and then next morning he had to go back to his work conference, and I just cruised on home. Fair enough. Stopped at Arby's on the way back. Oh, yeah. Well, let's not repeat that.
1: <laughs> that was bad enough the first time. We stopped at, we,
0: uh, me and my girlfriend uh, were on the trip this time. We stopped in Baker on the way up and on the way back. Baker is the city with the yeah, yeah. yeah. With the big thermometer. Got, yeah, we just got like some gas and some soda and stuff. Right. We didn't actually get any Arby's, but it, I had to kind of pay homage to that. I love Baker. It's, I will always mm. stop in Baker.
1: I, I like Barstow more. I like Barstow more Barstow than so Baker. So this
0: looks like a regular-ass town. It is. But it's like Northridge. It
1: is, but there's something kind of interesting about it. First of all, there's something I really noticed when I came out. When I came from England to L.A., yeah, it was assumed by not just me, but like everyone in England that oh my god, everyone's going to be really beautiful. Like, all these girls are going to be so hot. Oh, no. honestly, LA it, it, overrated in terms of hotness, quote unquote. Yeah. You don't really see that many, especially beautiful people around. I mean, there are some who look, yeah, especially if you hang around like West Hollywood at night and like model type sure. people. Yeah, but most of them kind of look like porn stars or sort of socialites. Yeah, but in terms of like genuine genuinely attractive people i'm not saying they're not here but they're not as abundant as i was told as you were led to believe yeah mostly mostly they look about the, uh, they look better than english girls but yeah like <laughs> oh love ah i did i tell you did i told you about uh when i was at university a l- little tangent on yeah. en- english skills right this, yeah. this kind of sums them up when i was at university i would just hear i didn't i got sick of the university nightlife mm-hmm. pretty quickly but i would hear them outside you know like, coming home from a night out, and yeah. uh, uh, these girls walking past in the ice in wintertime, one of them slipped and fell on her ass and went, Ah, oh, my minge! <laughs> now, if you're American, you don't know what <laughs> minge means. Minge is another word for your vagina or a pussy, yeah. right? So she fell on her ass and goes, Ah, oh, my minge! Ah, <laughs> oh, it's freezing, my minge! <laughs> yeah, so that's... Anyway, yeah, so a little bit better than British girls, but... Out in the smaller towns, like even in California, but also especially Arizona and especially uh Utah and uh Colorado, pretty much everywhere I've been, which isn't a big city. you have noticed some very very attractive uh girls working in like you know in the service industry Arizona
0: in, like they say is big for that i
1: everyone yeah. in Arizona seemed beautiful to me, but um basto that was the first. Kind of excursion out of LA I did was go to Vegas, so we stopped in Boston, went for a drive through like McDonald's or whatever, yeah. and all these girls working in there are like oh, yeah. not only really friendly but also really really attractive, like very really pretty. yeah, very pretty girls. Huh. Whereas in LA, if you go to a drive through, right. it's usually going to be case. like some dumpy older like, person yeah. who's like pissed off and doesn't want to do it. Yeah, these girls are not only are they very attractive, but they're like enthusiastic about
0: a shitty job. Yeah. I like that, you know. I mean, in Baker it is that is not the case. <laughs> in Baker it's in pretty much different. what you'd expect. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I think the closer
1: maybe you get to big cities, then maybe. Yeah. Yeah, you know, they got the they got the allure.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. They got the orbit of LA or, yeah. um, or, or, or like Las Vegas, Vegas in yeah. that case, yeah. Well, in Las Vegas, I mean we went up there, it's Memorial Day weekend. Boy oh boy. Crowded as all hell. I told you. Uh I mean, just just absolutely nuts. But man, we had a we had a go of it, Sean. You would have you would have been floored by this by this by this trip we took. So, oh yeah, was it proper like, night one, Gonzo night one, absinthe baby,
1: not absinthe the drink. Oh no, no, that no, sounds, no. If you thought that was about to be an interesting story, get ready. It's not. It's about a show which. It's basically like a naughty Cirque du Soleil, yes, which isn't even that naughty, and basically just has their you know the acts they rejected.
0: I gotta tell you, um, both my girlfriend and I expressed a little bit of disappointment in Absinthe this, this time around. This. I loved it the first time I saw it. it sucks. Uh, the it. acts change, and I think kind of oh, what yeah, you it's pointed. A variety show. Well, so I think you you pointed this out to me, and I think it's a well a well seen point, especially coming from you know you know a thing or two about variety. Like <laughs> I think. I think that uh, yeah, what happens is if you have a variety show, you start with a fantastic lineup at the beginning of your run, and then eventually your acts get their own deals. Yeah, they move on, and you're left to fill them in. And it's like yeah, yeah there's a million acrobats in Las Vegas that can mm-hmm. do your that can do an acrobat routine. Yeah. But, like, there aren't that many high-wire acts. There aren't that many jugglers. There aren't that many. I mean, they're out there, but there aren't that many that are absinthe level of quality. So the problem with absinthe nowadays that I observed anyway is that, like, we are talking. They still have some great iconic acts. They still have the chair stacking act that opens the show that I really enjoy. And, like, I love stuff like that. But I swear to you, there's a middle stretch of it where it is nothing but motherfuckers holding each other up by like one hand or holding each other up by their necks. And it's like, you can only see that so many times in a row. Or like, oh, we're on a ring now and we're swinging around. It's like acrobat routines are very samey after a while. No, they are. And there's only so many like, wow, how are they doing that? Before you start to realize, well, I guess a human body can do anything they want if they put their mind to it. So I'm not really impressed. Then it becomes less impressive. I
1: mean, the thing is, I think acrobat you know gymnast type stuff used to be part of either very big productions so it's, yeah. it's not just like you're watching one or two people yeah uh or it's part of a much wider variety show whereas absinthe except for it's like cheeky banter with basically neil hamburger hosting it right but then i mean, more or less come okay. on okay a gazillionaire guy whoever yeah. it is now you know yeah. uh it's not very uh unique but they also – I I was kind of spoiled because I worked on a TV show, a very big variety show, which is right. televised, right? So I saw tons and tons of these acts. And, in fact, a lot of them came from Absinthe or came from Cirque du Soleil. So, like, there were, there's an act that we had on, on the show I worked on which was from Absinthe. And then when I saw Absinthe after – Working with them, I realized they hadn't got them, but they gotten someone. To, they got two people to, to basically their re- yeah.
0: replace their routine and reenact it. So they they added in some new acts that I think are very impressive. They did like, but again, they're all basically acrobat acts. It just depends on how well you present it. Uh-huh. Um, like one guy did a kind of a quasi singing in the rain thing, but it was just a pole dance routine. Right. Uh, but like, yeah, there are there are. I'm I'm guessing no fewer than five acts. That uh, that just like the big deal is, look, we're holding each other up just by the strength of our neck yeah, or the top yeah, of our yeah, head yeah. or the palm of our hand or whatever. And it's just like, all right, who gives a shit after yeah, a certain right. point? Um, I, I actually am loath to admit it because I yelled at my girlfriend when she suggested this. But she said, (laughs) I I screamed in her fucking face, Sean. Keep her in place. Because uh, the last time we went to Vegas, she and I, we saw uh, the new sister show of Absinthe called Opium. Right. Which is, by any account, a worse show. It has a worse aesthetic. It has worse flow. It has this weird framing narrative that nobody wants, where it's like a sci-fi thing. Right. It's, by all accounts, like a worse show. But she pointed out, like... Even if the individual acts are not as skilled as the acts in Absinthe, mm. Opium is kind of an overall better show because it has a better lineup, where Opium right. has a sword swallower, a juggler, more a, variety, more variety yeah, than yeah. just more fucking acrobats. It feels yeah. like Absinthe in its latter years is phoning it in a little bit with their talent booking.
1: Well, what's also, with, with regards to sh- right, so the, Absinthe, the show got, I would imagine, most of its attention from the fact that it has a kind of insult comic host- Type character and it's a bit rude and like they'll yeah. they do crowd work they insult members of the audience and it's so really, kind like, of okay go ahead are they are they upping their are they trying to at least up their game there like has it gone from because at the beginning I got to tell you
0: they've w- actually toned it down oh really they say gay boys now instead of a certain other word they used to use very liberally. yeah yeah as yeah. recently as two years ago if yeah if, you know, no I mean um, they, so
1: they've changed with the times unfortunately but, uh, I thought they were going to go the, more extreme that's
0: the only tone down i've seen okay so first night was absinthe i would say uh objectively i still think absinthe is a great show i still recommend you see it especially if you don't see a lot of variety acts it'll probably be still be you know it has a certain novelty to it i don't know if i'd recommend seeing it if you've already seen it again it's like like within the last few years it's really only changed for the worse um but like i still think it's got like a pitch perfect aesthetic it's got a vibe i love it i love it i love absinthe Long live Absinthe. But the next night, Sean, mm-hmm. we went to a show called Wow, a Vegas Spectacular. <laughs> and I was like, all right, this sounds, sounds like a Zombie Joe show. This sounds pretty good. <laughs> I like, this sounds pretty good. We get in there. it It's in this actually really nice theater with like cushioned seats and everything. But it's. Where is it in Vegas? Which hotel? It's is at it uh, separate? somewhere trashy. Let me try to remember. Oh, it's at the Rio. Is that the Rio? Yeah, it's at the Rio, Penn and uh, Teller, and wow, yeah, exactly, Vegas spectacular. Yeah, so it's at the Rio, right. the Rio where they don't comp drinks while you're on their slot machines. By the way, I, I think a lot of cheapskates, a <laughs> lot of Vegas <laughs> casinos have stopped doing that because they know people like me are scamming them. Yeah, yeah. and also slots are just not worth it. Mandalay Bay, dude. Mandalay Bay, I mean, it depends on what bartender you get, I think, if someone's on your side or not. Because at Mandalay Bay, I sat there and played those those video slots that yeah. are in the bar. Uh-huh. I spent $5 on those slots. I drank two Jameson Rocks in the time. I mean, that's, a, that, that's stealing. Like, well, I you think at Mandalay Bay, they're trying to keep everyone happy
1: right now. I mean oh yeah that's true <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even think about that in case you don't know Mandalay Bay was trouble <laughs> hub troubles recently. it was the hub of a, a
0: mass shooter yeah mass mass murderer mass shooter not even a few years ago but not that even did happen on my friend's wedding night in Las Vegas oh yeah yeah. That was oh awesome. what a wedding <laughs> was he yeah. at Mandalay Bay or was he just no, elsewhere no he was at right. Treasure Island but oh, uh, right. they locked him in the basement all the all same all the pirates run out and go <laughs> quick hide <laughs> But speaking of pirates. Hi, so- your speaking of pirates, so the uh the the Wow show mm-hmm. um for being billed as like a Vegas spectacular, it had absolutely nothing to do with Las Vegas, which is extra funny. Like Well, it's called a Vegas spectacular, but it had nothing to do with Vegas? No, not a thing. It's I was just- thinking it was gonna be showgirls or like Mafia or you know uh, Elvis, impersonators. Elvis Impersonator. Elvis yeah. Impersonator Not a goddamn not even a drop of that. Can kind I of get the licensing? It's just yeah. another variety show. Uh like it is and it's funny because unfortunately the acts in it are just as good in some some of them better than the ones I saw on Absinthe, right? Right. But this wow show is the definition of what happens when you have like a something probably happens quite often in Las Vegas. When you have a lot of talent And absolutely no taste whatsoever. And I don't mean, like, offensive. I mean, like, just gaudy, corny, tacky fucking... Like, picture the funny... I was crying. I was probably annoying to the people around me, but it was so fucking funny how, like, out there and bad the show was. (laughs) I mean, it it starts with some fucking Italian guy who's, like, making one of these faces, like... And like doing like a, he's got his hair combed down like a. Explain that. Like his his overbite was extremely pushed out. Goofy, yeah, Yeah. and his hair is all black and slicked down. He's got these big glasses. I think he's supposed to be like a Jerry Lewis type. Who does he look like? Like Jerry Lewis. He looks like Jerry Lewis. Like I mean, he's an Italian dude, but he's like he's he's out there with the like the same haircut and big glasses as like an old Jerry Lewis character. Okay. Right. So he comes out there. Uh, the show starts with him coming in a rain slicker with a fishing pole. You know, the Vegas spectacular. <laughs> and you hear on the overhead, it's like, Giuseppe, you bring me fish or you no come home. Or whatever the fuck. It's, it's Italians like, are yeah. perfectly okay to make fun of, you know, <laughs> and, Italian and voices. Goes, and there's a big pool on the stage. And he goes and he sits in the pool and immediately pulls up a mermaid Mm -hmm. and it's like okay that's kind of fun i guess but then from the wings comes this whole chorus of people dressed as like fish people and atlantis people and whatever and just like the cheapest outfit and they go into that then they go into um like a pirate routine right where they're singing into like this hip hop scene. they're like what do you do with a drunken sailor what do you do with a drunken sailor with a techno beat behind it uh-huh. and they're like it's like kind of a juggling routine there's some dancing people are lip syncing along but obviously like the dialogue is all pre-recorded it's fucking weird and bad mm. but the best the probably the highlights were the um the choreographed dance this didn't even have like a thing it was just a dance but the choreographed dance to my heart will go on by celine dion uh two <laughs> two like totally sincere choreographed dance to and they're all dressed up like they're on the titanic right like in a ball and the background there's no practical sets in this it's just screens that change oh, that yeah um but it doesn't suck and let me tell you why because they have the background of the titanic around them so it's like they're on the Titanic. They're dancing, their ballroom dancing to "My Heart Will Go On," and then water starts pouring in while they're dancing from the ceiling. Actual water. Actual water. Okay. Uh, it's one of those they can do fake rain on this stage, uh-huh. so it's like a lot of that. Uh, water starts pouring in from the ceiling on their stage, and then the the CGI like the like it's like the same level of graphics as like when you get a strike in bowling. And you see, like, like so it's yeah, like yeah, yeah. it's that shit, and then you see water start flooding that. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, this is a real thing that happened. Welcome to, to the real. Like, <laughs> all Swedish casino and hotel died. Yeah. <laughs> I'm crying, laughing, at how like <laughs> distasteful it is. But then it gets even better because they l- all die. The boat capsizes, and then it's in the dark. And then that Italian guy comes back out wearing like a floaty. He's, he's like, yeah, Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And then he engages in crowd work because the show's called Wow. Right. And they're like, you will say wow. And he engages in crowd work where he makes us say wow oh, Jesus. back and forth, like, you know, blah, blah. And he does a bit where he like stubs his thumb and he's like, ah, like crying like <laughs> so that's like, shit. It fucking rocked. <laughs> mo- mocking the.
1: How many people died on the Titanic? At least a couple thousand, right? Maybe, maybe a few hundred. Oh uh, my god How long do you think It will be before we get A 9-11 Vegas
0: spectacular oh, It's gonna be in that <laughs> show I promise you <laughs> Wow, well, that's we'll the like, show To do it Alright how long has it been yeah. It's been like 20 years now It's fine Let's do it Do you think do we it. can just
1: do it <laughs> Have a bunch of people In a
0: building Like jumping out Get some oh, acrobats To jump out of buildings On fire going ah! They did a plate spinning routine Where a guy just basically Kept plates spinning You know yeah. And he was like Oh da, 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 And he had this big fake um. ass He had like a giant fake ass and he starts Michael Jackson dancing for some Mm -hmm. reason. Okay. (laughs) It was fucking (laughs) crazy. (laughs) Who wrote this? I don't. don't, Someone. Did they get like Opportunity Village or someone to come (laughs) in and make a show? (laughs) Honest to God, like if you guys are in Las Vegas, you really owe it to yourself. It's a cheap ticket. I think we got in there for like $40. Do you really want to fund this? Yes. Yeah, you want to? <laughs> they, need it. they need it, guys. It's Come on. so Let good. Keep doing oh yeah, life. it was a half-empty theater too, with a bunch of like tourists that are just like a bunch of Asian tourists that are just like, yeah. After every fucking. Well, oh, I dude, mean the Asian rocked. tourists.
1: If they want to get them involved, then they need to do a Hiroshima fucking uh, <laughs> yeah, whatever yeah. tragedy they <laughs> do will a Hiroshima, it to yeah, yeah, or a Fukushima one. Yeah, even. yeah. Uh, Fukushima you want to would more, be even more, better, more yeah. modern, yeah. yeah, just have a bunch of like, a bunch of people really offensive, like Japanese, you know, lampshade hats and yeah. stuff yeah. going oh. <laughs> Surfing on a fucking Dude, wave. It was yeah. not
0: far off from that with the Titanic thing. It they're was surfing, so Surfing on good. a
1: wave and eating sushi from the water. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and they're like, "Right, now the Asians are coming." Yeah, out. now they're like gonna love it. This is a good racist podcast. I'm, I'm enjoying this because it's like Max is trying to tell his like wholesome Vegas stories. Uh, and you just, just keep like, interjecting I'm with throw in racist some fucking jokes, like racist stuff. Yeah, <laughs> but I'm not saying that I would like that. No, I'm no, saying no. It's, you, it's, yeah, you got off on a technicality on yeah, that Yeah, that's a technicality, man. I mean, it sounds like that's that it wouldn't be below this wow show to do something that stupid. No. Yeah. So then the third night. Third night, Sean. Uh-huh. Another show. So wait. You, you've just I gone was... through two days in about, what, like 20 minutes? I mean, yeah, yeah. did you not do anything else? Because all you've mentioned is shows you A lot saw. of buffets, you know. Buffets, uh, right.
0: Um, and that's why you're sick now. Probably. Yeah. Uh, You know, just hanging out, gambling, getting real fucking drunk. Wait, with wait, wait, wait. You, you over... You over. What overlooked
1: gambling there? They're
0: just like gambling at slots to get free drinks. No, Trying to get no free actual drinks, right. gambling. Okay, yeah. yeah. Uh, look, if you look, my girlfriend is Jewish, and when you go to Las Vegas <laughs> with a Jewish woman, you will find that you will get out of those casinos for a very fair price, my friend. Well, you you've, you asked for it. Let's get some Jew bashing. Let's get some Jew bashing in here. <laughs> Look, I love her. You know, I love her. She does a lot for me, and the I'm gonna... not the least of which is <laughs> finding whatever I gave. She was going to the bar to get just like a. She doesn't really drink. She was going to the bar to get just like a glass of water while we were standing in line for the third show, which will be revealed. Uh-huh. Uh, and I pop a, I pop a twenty in her hand, and I was like, "Can you just get me a Jameson rocks?" She's like, "Sure." I'm like, "Where the fuck is she?" She finally comes back, and she hands me the Jameson rocks and a voucher like a slot machine voucher for 1850 right. and she was like I just sat and played until they gave us gave us the drink for free oh <laughs> so, right and then just immediately yeah I mean, that's out. what you do you just put the money in and then
1: you, yeah that's not even a Jewish trick. That's a that's a sensible. Trick. I don't think it's a Jewish trick. I didn't well, say anything. I thought we were about to do. All that. No, I know you were getting all we were about primed and Jew ready. <laughs> yeah, that's my thing. Yeah. All right. Well, if we're not so, if we're not gonna Jew bash your
0: girlfriend, then
1: yeah. <laughs> I guess we'll move on to
0: the next show, the next Vegas show. What was it? So third show comes around. We're like, do we want to see a third show? And I'm like, yeah, I'd like to see no more variety. I want to see something that isn't like a chick spinning around on a ring in the air. Right. You know what I mean? Because yeah, that yeah, is like four times per each Plus show. You can see that here. Yeah, it's, yeah. I can to go Vegas to Scott Neary's that. Booby Trap if no, I exactly. want to see Honestly, that yeah. no, it's way, way worse. Oh, Scott, Neary. Scott Neary's Booby Trap is way, it's way worse. It's not on the level of absinthe, no. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair. But I'll say this. We know a lot of variety acts personally and kind of through the grapevine. And a lot of them may be Let's say underdeveloped, a little amateurish at this point in their career. But I'm here to tell them, don't worry about improving your craft. Just get in front of the right TV cameras, and you will get a show in Vegas for at least a little bit. Because I saw Piff Mm. the Magic Dragons show. Oh, you saw it? It is fucking Bad show oh, is it now? First of all, it, I saw it before. It was fine. It, it was terrible when I
1: saw it. I think he, maybe fame got to his head a little bit. I, I saw think him there's on. a lot of that. I saw him before America's Got Talent. Really? So yeah, there you go. So I think maybe maybe it's gone a little wrong. I mean, I, did, I
0: I'll tell you this. You saw his hour?
1: Yeah, yeah. I saw his full show. But okay. I'll tell you this. I did not like him. I worked with him for a little bit. I did not like him at all. I thought he was a real like, asshole. He, yeah, kind of. I think he's let fame get to his head, and he only got fame because of
0: Pendulette. Well, here's what I'll tell you about him: the show opens. Maybe this was the case when you saw him. The show opens with five minutes, five minutes, Sean, mm-hmm. of montage of his hilarious moments on like CBS morning shows. And oh stuff, no, no, no! We to kind of familiarize of you with who he is. Yeah. And now okay. here's the thing about Piff the Magic Dragon. I guess ostensibly he is billing his show as half magic, half comedy. Mm. But there's a lot of like comedy is standard in magic almost. Like there's a lot of funny magicians that yeah. aren't doing really shit. Cause I didn't realize well, so that the I, magic I think, and comedy are separate. I
1: I think in yeah. his in his estimation, it's like yeah. you don't expect my magic to be right. world class. Right. Because it's not. Yeah. His magic is perfectly fine. It works. It's good. Yeah. But I I think yeah, his act is more like don't expect me to be an amazing magician, but I'll give you an entertaining show with some magic in it. His
0: tricks are uniform almost throughout the show. Yeah. They are all they're all basically like card forces Mm -hmm. and um what's it called? Like kind of mentalist tricks. Where people say something they're and like then prediction that... effects mostly. Exactly. Is that what you call that? Variations on prediction effects, sure. Yeah, but then so a lot of magic is, honestly. There are yeah. tricks where someone says something from the audience yeah. and then that thing is written down in a sealed place yeah, somewhere. Yeah, yeah. Holy hell. <laughs> Did that shit get old after 90 minutes? But yeah. what was worse is so he's basically a stand up comedian that does magic and like mm. does kind of crowd work. Because it's like, you know, he used to kind of saunter out there. Yeah. And mm-hmm. just like look like he couldn't care less, and that was kind of his persona. And he'd like half heartedly do a trick. Exactly. It would
1: be kind of a good trick, but he'd be like, ugh, well. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Now
0: on the other on the other hand, now what he's doing is he walks out with, you know, his Chihuahua, Mr. Piffles, mm-hmm. in like a baby bjorn on his chest. And and instead of kind of doing the thing, he instantly comes out like it's like fucking watching someone who's got two years under their belt at the fucking improv who just got 15 minutes like that mm-hmm. same kind of desperate energy yeah where he's like oh this is mr piffles you know uh, apparently walking is done for him and it's like oh what are these hack fucking jokes? jokes yeah, yeah. like yeah. this sucks dick yeah. and he's like doing this and then he starts going out to the audience and he clearly has a lot of Same thing, you know, crowd work is all pre-written, we know that. Mm -hmm. But, like, he clearly has a lot of material where he gets frustrated with the audience for not doing things right. Right. But he doesn't stop to, like, he doesn't actually... It's like he's not there. Yeah. Like, he doesn't actually play the room because it's like... What about you? And the guy will say something or do something totally normal, and he'll be like, "Why are you putting your hand down?" And the guy, like, barely even moved his hand. (laughs) It's like so he's doing this like angry crowd work where he's just screaming throughout the whole show in frustration. Right. And I, me and my girlfriend both individually were like, "Is he drunk on stage?" Because he was like fucking things up. Mm. Like the magic was fucking sloppy. Now, hey, it was a five thirty Sunday show. Maybe he just well, wasn't fully awake yet. Here's
1: the other thing you got to remember about Vegas performers is that they they're do that year yeah. round. Yeah, like they, it's not even like yeah. they're touring for a couple of months at a time. They are doing it year round and they're performing sometimes six days a week. Yeah, if not seven. Yeah. Um, trying to get their profile up, and you know, brings in a lot of money. Or maybe they have a contract with the hotel they're in, and they have to do a certain amount. Yeah. So they're doing the same fucking show for sure. So many audiences. You got to like think about. We both look. We both feel sorry for this motherfucker. (laughs) (laughs) I don't feel sorry for him. We both we both done shows for far less intensive uh, runs than than a Vegas run, right? Yeah. It gets fucking boring it gets fucking tiring doing the same thing over and over again gets very boring sure and uh
0: i would imagine that's what's happening to him he's probably not particularly happy to be there you wanted this what does a magician want more than his own hour well apparently a tv show honestly
1: well no i think what happens to quite a lot of them i mean if you look back in terms of magicians anyway and comedians kind of but if you look back on in history they tend to do very well and get those kind of gigs and then they kind of become reclusive Right. They tend to like go away. So people like you know big inventors and innovators in magic like Di Vernon and people like that. Yeah, people who literally every trick David Blaine has ever done is taken from. Yeah, you know uh, they tend to die kind of poor and alone. They don't. They they have their success. They have their limelight, and they still have their recognition. They have their fame, but they really really don't appreciate that. That that's what you're expected to do. That yeah. you're expected to essentially po- perform the same routine sometimes uh, 10 times a week, you know, if you're doing matinees as well. So I think it it can wear on you. I don't blame him
0: for that. You know, Piff may not have been very good, but um, I think there is something to be said about even the least impressive magic is still impressive to me. Like, in a childlike sort of way, where, like, I mean, you do a little magic. You do more than a little magic. You do some fucking magic, bro.
1: I'm decent at it, but You'd, I've never yeah. not professionally. I've never performed.
0: No, no, no. But you have you have definitely made things disappear in front of me. You can vanish. You can you can appear things. You can do all kinds of stuff. Sure. That shit is always fun to me. That shit always tends to blow my mind when I when I get on it cuz the only magic trick I've ever done was uh I did a needle threading in my mouth trick. That was essentially yeah. just switching a pre-threaded needle pack for a non-threaded needle pack. Yep. I let my classmates thread the needle pack themselves. And I was like, wow, I feel like this is the start of me. Max the magician. You know what I'm saying? I got yeah. all into it because I spent like a week practicing it. And I was like, wow, wow. I can really do a really cool magic trick that I wrote myself, even though it's a total (laughs) ripoff of like a million other magic tricks like it. And I got into it, dude. I started wearing a, uh, I started going around school, my high school campus, wearing a, uh, like black slacks and a black vest and a white button up with a red tie. Just like, awesome. just really, what? Awesome. Yeah, just catting around. Yeah, man, you must go madly. <laughs> Fancying myself a magician, I could do that card thing where you can like, where you like hold a card and you shake it and it becomes another card. Yeah, can you still do that? Fuck no, <laughs> not no. even close. Oh ah, well, <laughs> I know you can. Yeah. Yeah, not me, man. I mean, That was that was the height of my magic career. And I never did get invited to the Magic Castle. Still never been. All right. Well, that's uh that's gonna do it for That'll do it. Poor quality podcast episode ten. <laughs> the one where we're
1: leaving my apartment. leaving the vintage leaving nude studios vintage with an absolute
0: needs, bang. An
1: absolute bang of a nothing podcast. <laughs> I mean,
0: look, maybe what we can do is well, we we're can,
1: leaving. We're going to the now. Yeah, you and I are
0: off. Yeah, we're, we're off to the time This podcast nice is now their problem. Yeah. We're going to forget about this real no, we're soon. We're going to
1: leave the memories of this pla- this podcast in yeah. this place. We're going to leave oh, yeah. what it is. It's essence. Yeah. I mean, essentially, look, at the new place, we're using the same table. Same table, even. Same table, even.
0: Wow. Same equipment. But what can we promise it's them? different. What can we promise them on the new season of the poor quality We're podcast? These seasons, now? yeah, that's right. We start, we restart the numbering on the next episode. <laughs> now it's S two E one. Every time we move place, yeah, exactly. Yeah, Even well, if it's just to a different side of the table,
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's a new season. All right. So on the next season, yeah, on the next season of uh yeah, I was about to say positive quality. Next year, positive on the positive quality, quality, quality podcast. podcast. That's what we're going to rebrand yeah. as the positive quality, <laughs> and it's just us praising yeah. stuff, which is like we're super happy about yeah. everything. You know, you know what? I, think, I really think
0: good. I think Misty Lee is a fantastic magician. I think he's really happy.
1: You know what? Pits <laughs> the magic dragon. He's <laughs> he doing rules. his thing. He, he rules. rules.
0: You know what? He made art. He he's doing a thing. Do you want
1: to hear those fucking things? Because that that's all this
0: seems to be. No to. One be wants on. to. On,
1: And that's what I would think. I'm like, who wants to hear just people talking
0: praises about pretty mediocre stuff? Well, do you know the problem Uh, is that the people who make people who make podcasts are all. Aspiring magicians or magicians, <laughs> <laughs> all of them are aspiring magicians. They're all aspiring comedians or industry people of some kind, actors, whatever. Yeah. So they're not going to get on record and trash anybody because they. It's yeah. It is a job that is based on creating and false that also friendships. Also
1: opens themselves up to being trashed themselves. I mean, being which being, you don't want to be. So they foster a kind of community right. of we're gonna yeah. we're gonna jerk each other off and we're right. gonna tell each other. That we're great. And we're going to tell everyone else that we're all great.
0: Yeah, when really you're not. But sit next to them. Great sit next either, to but... them at a bar when there's not a mic in front of their mouth and see what they say. Then, oh yeah, it's a very fucking oh, different it. story. So it's
1: all a very fake thing. So at least with the positive quality podcast, you'll be getting positivity filtered through right. poor quality.
0: Right. Yeah. I mean, the the. I mean, honestly, the that is something that I never really grappled with until i moved here which luckily doesn't happen to me because i have no power but like the the idea Neither of, of us the have I- power no this, i know but i mean like the idea of clear. the idea of networking is like repulsive to me uh, the idea yeah. of like forming fake friendship the idea that you might be at a party with someone having a wonderful conversation and their head is on a fucking swivel watching yeah, to see yeah. if some influence influential person walks through the door and then you go and you're like, uh, I was talking with, I mean, we're talking small fucking pond here. But like we were all hanging out, group of us, we were all having a regular person chat. And then we were like, hey, we're, we're taking off. And she's like, oh, you know what? She kind of scans her. She goes, I should probably go talk to that person. And then just like walks over right, to them. Yeah. And it's like, what is that? What kind of sick fucking, inter- like what type of sick industry are you trying to get into here? Where it's like the the fucking currency is connections and friendships rather than any sort of, not even artistic talent, but at least artistic vision or drive or something where you like have something to say. No, it's just about like being friends with people. That's the commodity you trade is like fake friendship. That's fucking weird, man. That's weird as shit.
1: It's probably not weird to many people who are listening to this. That I, I guess. guess that's what you do. Yeah, I mean, how boy. else are you going to get ahead if you have a shit clown act? <laughs> <laughs> but I, I mean, like,
0: it? yeah, no. I mean, it's it's it fucks me up for yeah, sure.
1: Th- that's the main thing. All anyone that you see, for example, on social media is trying trying to be very very positive, right? Sharing positive memes, motivational quotes, whatever yeah. you want to. Say that they would come to me with their negativity because I think they thought, well, there's no one more miserable than this guy. Yeah. So I think I I provided a kind of calming presence for them, you know. I remember uh,
0: I was in a a grad class and I kind of butted heads a lot with some of my more, I don't know, whatever, Mm -hmm. some of my other classmates. And I remember my professor said to me afterward, he was like kind of praising me at the end of the semester or whatever, giving me like my feedback. And he was like, I think that you, he said, I think that you offer a very good sort of a corner to the intellectual, uh, to like the critical discussion, not really the intellectual discussion, but like the critical discussion for productive negativity, he said. "Yeah." And I think, I think if anything, this, this, this house This home has been a a zone for productive and sometimes unproductive negativity. But negativity cathartic,
1: cathartic negativity. You you have have to be unproductive sometimes in order to be productive. That's true. And I think, um, you know, there are people, there's one person in particular I'm thinking of who would come here all the time when she was, well, that gives you a hint. She was, uh, you know, just struggling with stuff in general. And as someone, As she was, who tried to be very, very positive. Yeah, I think it was something of a yin and yang where you'd be able to offer some because negativity isn't always unpositive, if that makes any sense. And it's not always destructive. It's not always destructive. So if you're being negative about something, if you if you're saying you know, yeah, well, maybe forget about trying to find the perfect man or the perfect job or the perfect career or like. You know, you're, you're an actress, so you're trying to find the perfect role. Forget about it. You probably won't find it. Yeah. You never will. Look at successful actresses. They don't find the perfect role either. It just looks that way to you because you're so on the bottom rung that people on the top rung, anything they do looks perfect to you. But it's not. It's not. And even if you do get the perfect role, there'll be something more perfect that you're trying to get. Right, Or if you're, you know, let's say you get the, the perfect job or the perfect boyfriend or the perfect, you know, people who found the perfect boyfriend or the perfect girlfriend or the perfect woman or wife or husband, whatever, there's always something that might look a little bit better to them. Yeah. And that's not necessarily a good thing. So my brand of negativity, the, which was espoused in this place, this place is essentially a kitchen, a small hallway, a living room, a nice balcony and a bedroom and a bathroom. Right. That's all it is. But people came here, and they were happy to hear my particular brand of positive negativity. Right. Right? And uh, in a couple of days, this will be gone for me, and I'm going to be living a very traditional family life out in the suburbs. Maxwell could be going back to his fucking Cheeto-ridden hovel. Yeah. Probably. Which he lives in. He won't have yeah. this place to come to anymore. No. In fact, if we're going to do this podcast anymore, he's going to have to come out to the suburbs or yeah. I'm going to have to get a little recorder and we're going to have to go out to that fucking damned place.
0: Yeah? Oh, my my place? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah, it could be either way. But we'll figure it out. It's an oasis from the toxic positivity that defines Los Angeles. That's true. And, and that's and that's something we can promise you on season two of the Poor Quality <laughs> Podcast is more negativity yeah. than ever. More negativity gonna than ever. I'm going to call out at least one local celebrity and one international celebrity in every episode. <laughs> <laughs> that's your promise. It's just going to be a shit talk fest. <laughs> and that's your
1: promise for for the next season of the Poor Quality Podcast. But for this first season, yeah. if we can yes. call it that... This place is gone. It will be a different energy just simply yeah. because of new surroundings Absolutely. and a new dynamic. But I like this place. I had I have mem- many memories. So you, you can look in any corner. Well, if you're me, anyway, you can look in any yeah. corner of this place and find a little memory. Some of those really profound memories you know, that you have that you think are going to stay with you forever. You know, those little moments yeah. that you think, I'm going to remember this forever. This yeah. is... So good or so bad or so whatever, they're all over this place, but it's going soon. So goodbye to goodbye Vintage Nude Studios. <laughs> <laughs>
0: we'll see you later. The poor quality podcast season one. <laughs> Just a wine bottle.
1: I tried to smash a wine bottle against the wall and it didn't even break. But it did leave a A little dead
0: to the fucking wall. It did
1: leave a little red wine stain mark on the wall, which will probably come out of my security deposit. Oh,
0: that's alright. There it is. Let's try again. Jesus fucking Christ, please don't shatter a wine bottle in here. (laughs) <laughs> Not even close. Went into a soft, basically onto a pillow. That was like the perfect. That was the perfect trash for it right there. You, it keep, you put you it down uh, yeah another so we can uh... throw that glass, but can that's gonna that make glass. a
1: much bigger mess than the wine bottle. I want to keep that glass. I like well, all that right, glass. Then. Well, then, you I'll throw this plastic throw... bottle. All right. Hey, yeah. there we go. All right, and then um, there's nothing else I can throw. I had two bottles of wine. That's it. Throw the Alexa. Oh, there's a pass that <laughs> bottle right there. I'm not oh. gonna throw the lights, Alexa. so the lights is good. All
0: right, that let's more less see. Empty? All right, you put a hole in your fucking wall.
1: <laughs> I put a hole in the wall. <laughs> That's coming out of my security deposit for sure.
0: <laughs> it was a domestic scene here.
1: I mean, first of all, how shitty is that wall? That it won't, <laughs> it won't break a very, very hefty throw of a glass bottle oh, at it. Oh God. Uh. Yeah, so we've got,
0: <laughs>
1: we got three dents in the wall now.
0: Vintage nude studios. Three dents in shambles. the wall,
1: but, but look, we've also got three perfect glass bottles, there we which go. did not break at
0: all. And that's a metaphor for the whole podcast. <laughs>
1: yeah, that's pretty much it. Poor quality. Nothing quite works out, as you expect.
0: Well, but you can make you can make holes in the wall, yeah. but you might you'll still have a full glass bottle at the end. There you go there That's you a go. good first. There you go That's nice <laughs> it Alright Let's get up Alright wall. <laughs> 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 <That's a full laughs> all the way through That's all. Jesus
1: Christ I'm in fucking I'm definitely i getting my screen. Some little stunt,
0: For sure. Oh. oh my god. Not great. <laughs> I don't know why you did it. The first, first time. Smash. the first time, let alone the third time.
1: Oh well. Alright, all right. fuck it. I wasn't getting that deposit back anyway. Yeah, might as well. We might as well just leave it all like this. I mean, yeah, I'll get what I need and then just <laughs> get that piano and get that refrigerator. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Alright, well That was good, that was a good interview.
0: I think you put a good button on it.